0: Hello and hello. This is the Album Nerds Podcast Normally I'm all jazzed But instead I'm going to keep it On the low today So I'm Dude, this is Andy And it's Album Nerds Podcast Hopefully you listen to us weekly uh, Go to AlbumNerds.com Check us out Check out the playlists. Check out the podcasts. Let us know what you think we talk about music. You listen, but we'd like to listen to you. So please give us some feedback. Uh, Andy, why don't you talk a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> so we've got a couple of exciting things planned for you this episode. Um, first up, we got two record reviews that we want to uh, share with you. A couple of albums that we're recommending from the last few years. And then we're going to get your thoughts on... Uh, do a little listener recommendation segment here Where we uh, Talk about Listen to some records that you pick And then share some recommendations that we think you might like And then Wrap up the show We got our, our proper segment Where we talk about things a little outside of music That that we're enjoying and would would recommend So it should be An exciting 20-25 uh, minutes here uh, Hope you enjoy
0: Yeah, totally exciting. I mean, like, skin-rippingly exciting. Is that kind of exciting? (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully our skin stays on. I am pretty excited. (laughs) I'm talking like, you know, it's pretty exciting when uh, David Banner turns into the, or Bruce Banner or whatever his name is, turns into the Hulk, right? And his skin probably feels a little rippy. Yeah, I think we're going to be ripping some shirts off for sure (laughs) (laughs) by the end of this thing. Wow, I really creeped some people out right there.
1: Yeah, to a weird place, man.
0: Hey, man, that's kind of just that's what you just, do. That's just yeah. what happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the records here. That's what that's what we're here to talk about. We've got uh, two albums here we want to highlight. Um, I have this first one I want to talk about is from an artist that I'm just starting to appreciate. Uh, She's been around for a while Uh, Kate Bush is who I'm talking about I'm going to touch on her last record Which I believe came out in 2013 It's called uh, 50 Words for Snow It's kind of a I guess you could say a bit of a concept record The main reason I've been recommending it now Is because it's, it's a winter record If you couldn't tell from the title All the songs kind of focus on The winter theme and I think she's really good at, at pulling it off. Um, she has that kind of that deep uh round kind of haunted sound vocal that she's uh really good at, and she contributes some nice nice elements on the piano here that I think kind of create kind of a very atmospheric enjoyable listen did you uh, do you have a chance to listen to this one ma?
0: I sure did. I am familiar with her. I'm not particularly familiar with her work. I've probably heard things over the years, but uh yeah, I listened to it. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to hop in with what I think. Maybe you should talk about what you think first. All right, I'll um, get into some because specifics. my my yeah, my opinions are based on a couple of listens and uh not knowing what I was getting into.
1: Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect either when I first heard it. This is a, a friend recommended it to me. You know, I knew of her, obviously. She's been pretty prominent over the last couple of decades. Yeah, 78, um, I think,
0: was the first album.
1: Yeah, yeah. She started pretty young. She's still, you know, middle-aged now. Still has a great voice. Still very, um, look like, musician's. Musicians, music, kind of very savvy in the studio.
0: Um, hey, did did you say what year this came out? Because I was surprised. I thought it was going to be brand new, and it wasn't.
1: Um, no, it's a few years old. I think it's twenty thirteen. I want to say. Okay. Two, no, two thousand eleven. Actually, sorry. Well, yeah, it's like uh, five or six years old now. Um. Yeah, so it kind of has like a more of a epic feel to this record I would say in general. It's a little bit longer. Um it's a little over an hour. Some of the tracks are pretty lengthy. There's like a kind of the first half of the record is a little more atmospheric, I would say. There's like a like eleven and a thirteen minute track. Um her son actually, her young son, who I think is uh preteen, kinda of contributes some uh some high pitched uh choral singing to the first song which i think fits really nicely and kind of sets the mood for this kind of sparse sounding um but beautiful music uh and powers from npr kind of calls it a supernatural space odyssey which i think is a nice way to describe at least the first half of the record um which is very kind of open and kind of it, it kind of reminds you of like a you know, dusk on like a wintry morning, you know, out in the wilderness where things are kind of calm and peaceful and slow, snow is kind of just lightly falling onto the landscape. Um, the second half of the record kind of gets, picks up the pace a little bit more. There's this um, a duet with uh, Elton John on the fifth track, uh, Snowden at Wheeler Street, which I think really stands out. That's who out. that was?
0: Yeah. I could not figure it out. I'm like, who the hell is this Dude.
1: Yeah, it's Cause, King. Cause it felt it felt album.
0: out of place to me. I'm like, huh?
1: Yeah, it really stands out. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. The last three tracks, I think, kind of have um, a little different feel to them, a little more up up pace, um, which I I enjoy. I think it was a nice contrast to the the first half, which was a little bit slower. Um, Stephen Fry, the uh, English comedian. Is actually contribute some spoken word on, on the title track. And, uh, I don't know. My personal favorite track is the fourth track, uh, Wild Man, which was the single. It's kind of a, kind of a bizarre track. It's about, uh, a, a group of mountain climbers who come across some, some Yeti, uh, tracks in the mountains. <laughs> and they try and d- decide how they want to, uh, handle this and they end up, uh, and they should just cover up the tracks and kind of keep the uh, the mystery of the yeti preserved.
0: Oh, so it's I heard very... it totally different. I heard it so different than that. Oh, really? How did, did you approach? How did you hear? I thought that they hunted it down and feasted on <laughs> feasted on it. <laughs> that, does that seem like a Kate Bush kind of thing? Do? <laughs> no, I'm just making that up for fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's got that kind of whimsical, just
0: kind of. They were cold. Quality. They cut it open with a lightsaber to get in it and stay warm. Right. They'll stay inside it, right? <laughs> it smelled awful for the rest of their lives. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's a fun, whimsical record. Um, that I think is as good to put on as some kind of engaging background music on a, like a cold winter's night. Um it's been generally well received. It's got like an 85 I think currently on Metacritic. Um yeah, it's, it's, of Her Last Few Records It's definitely my favorite.
0: Yeah, I could see sitting uh on a winter night sipping some cocoa with uh marshmallows with LSD drops on them <laughs> and listening to <laughs> Uh so yeah. to me and this is not a knock I mean it's very Britishy. It feels very UK, mm-hmm. which makes sense. And this is not a knock yep. either. It seemed musical-like and reminded me of meatloaf music. Hmm. Now, not thematically necessarily, but just the style. It just felt like some of it was like her doing you know, the kind of whaley vocals and then a guy being like, blah, 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 and then she would react. It just seemed like rock opera-ish. To me,
1: yeah, but. yeah, that kind of back and forth there, sure.
0: Yeah, like you know, paradise by the dashboard light, except about Yetis. <laughs> <So. laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, a very atmospheric. You're right there. It's kind of a. It felt like a mix of New Age, like mm, a little mm-hmm. like an Enya type of a thing, but then with a little more contemporary and and pop rocky you know so yeah interesting I, I
1: there's some new age elements for sure yeah in a good way though I you know new age has kind of a bad connotation with it, at least in my opinion but I think she does it in a way here that it's doesn't come off too like superfluous or like kind of hammy I guess I had one, one guy one review I was reading said that the Elton John song was just super hammy and over the top and
0: I agree that was you kind thought of my, so too? yeah yeah. It was too theatrical for for me, but that doesn't mean that it's... it's yeah. It's close. It's close. I I thought it kind of kept it
1: together, but I could see that side of it for sure.
0: But it's definitely an interesting listen and worth checking out, especially you know it's one of those cases where I missed some of those details you were talking about because I listened to it once. And a lot of times I think people will listen to something if they make it all the way through, once or twice at the most, and without liner mm-hmm. notes, without some background, without something to tell you what's happening. If you're not engaged in listening to it, you're going to miss the storytelling elements and kind of following the the path that the artist is laying out for you. So it's one of those things where I think I probably sh- – could have done a better job in preparing and having the lyrics in front of me, like finding them on the internet or something, so that I could engage a little bit more. Yeah, you're totally right,
1: man. Like liner notes would really help. Or there was a couple of interviews with with uh, Kate that I read that really helped me get like a better sense for the record. But yeah, you know, I th- it's definitely enjoyable at a deeper level. But I think it's also serves pretty well as just kind of background for the winter season so Hail winter oh yeah so we got thank god (laughs) we got kind of another atmospheric a little more a little more rock orientated but also very large sounding record um, that we want to touch on
0: space is still the place yeah, so this yes. is the uh, <laughs> Space is Still the Place, a 2015 album, one of my favorites of 2015, potentially my f- absolute favorite, uh, mm-hmm. by the Bright Light Social Hour. They're a, uh American psychedelic rock band from Austin, Texas. They've been around since about 2004. They were in college, and uh, they've had two albums, one in 2010 and one in 2015, which is Space is Still the Place. Um, the first one was a little more southern, rocky. This this uh, space is still the place. is very psychedelic, yet you know there's still a twang in it. Um, and it's got it definitely feels. I don't know. It takes you on a journey, and and the album I have, I have the vinyl, and it's got great artwork with full page each song's lyrics are on its own page with artwork and it really adds to the experience um, and yeah it I mean space is still the place kind of tells you what it's about it's uh, very pink Floydish but mm-hmm. still it still feels very unique and very uh, <sighs> I don't know it does not feel like again it doesn't feel like rehash it doesn't feel like a Pink Floyd wannabe it feels very genuine and uh, but it's got 70s rock stylings and just some really cool jams and I mean what I know you liked it too I mean what were some highlights for you and then I'll kind of go over mine yeah
1: uh, yeah I love the record too it's it's one of those records that really helps to have it on vinyl (laughs) yeah it's okay it's okay to stream around headphones but it's made for like big speakers you know and that, that kind of the crack of the vinyl it really fits well into the mood that it's creating but uh, my favorite track is Orboros like it's kind of like two thirds of the way through the record for me that's kind of the peak of it Um, but the first track too Sweet Madeline is really good I, the whole thing it plays really well as a whole you don't really need to skip around at all like it fits the whole vibe is pretty consistent throughout which i think is really impressive for the to kind of create this sound which you said like you said is pretty unique and they really work well in that space and man it's awesome it's only 45 minutes long would be my only complaint like it probably i could have done with another 20 minutes or so easily
0: yeah right. yeah uh so the I, I agree this feels like one of those ones Where it's like it's, the journey's over Come on guys Yeah. Uh, right. I, I guess their intent From what I've read about it was to kind of make a Statement about the need for new thinking You know in a time of there's economic And social stuff going on and The spirit mm-hmm. of younger Americans is kind Of sapped You know sort of a hopeless time Especially you know leading up to the election And all of that stuff and lots of Crap is going on in the world and The lyrics themselves don't stand out much On the first few listens And I agree with that There's so much layering There's so much going on with the echo and reverb And so much going on with the music itself That's kind of taking you on this journey But as you Start to really pay attention It's like you're taken somewhere else It's like you're in a different place um, And it's just really I thought it was a brave Thing to do Especially considering their previous work Is a little more Bluesy southern rock, uh, you know, stylings. And this uh, just seems like a kind of a shift and something special. That's, it just feels like something special. And anybody I've shared it with has just loved it. Um, escape Velocity, the closing track is extremely strong. Aperture, so side B, side B, Aperture opens it and Escape Velocity closes it. And I think it's a stronger. Second side than first side for me. Yeah, yeah which is unusual. Definitely. That's not, that's not typical. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been listening to it pretty regularly still after a year. Or so um, I just really like it, and I highly recommend it. I mean, is there anything else to to say about it?
1: I would just add, like I know you said. Like especially on the vinyl, the artwork is really beautiful. It reminds me a lot of uh, "Bitches Brew" from Miles Davis. Uh, um, it has this yeah. kind of like uh, it's you can relate to it, but it's a little bit abstract, and it just has a really distinct kind of style to it, which I think fits the record perfectly. Um,
0: yeah, the, yeah, it's a uh, nice the artwork experience. is the artwork is from a Argentinian artist Mariano Pisanete, Pisanetti Mendoza I can't quite I'm not very good at uh, pronunciation uh but definitely definitely beautiful uh package put together for 15 bucks you can't go wrong there um yeah so what, what another thing they said was they were interested in mixing southern aspects of soul, rock, blues and stuff with progressive rock, uh dance music and psychedelic rock and they mixed it all together. So, uh yeah. <laughs> it's very very good stuff.
1: Yeah, agreed. That's one of the few records I come back to pretty regularly from previous years. It's a good one
0: Now depending on the type of You gotta You also gotta be in the right place for it too Cause I don't you know I wouldn't be laying on the beach listening to this But It's really nice you know It's a mellow out sort of Listen and don't do anything else That's the best way to do it (laughs) Yeah
1: Yeah It's worthy of
0: your full attention for sure All right, folks, check that out. Space is still the place by the Bright Light Social Hour. They do have some stuff they've been doing lately um, as well, so they might pop up on the radio or pop up elsewhere as uh, time goes on because I think they got a lot of good uh, positive attention on that last record.
1: Yeah, deservedly so.
0: They've got a single out right now. I think it was from 2016, called Tear Down That Wall. hmm And uh am not quite sure what it's about, but I have some guesses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what
1: they could possibly be talking about. <laughs>
0: and on the cover of it, they're all making a middle finger, so I assume <laughs> this is aimed at... uh And they're in Texas. You know, they're from Texas, so immigration and, and sure. Mexican borders and stuff, I'm sure, are part of their consciousness, so... uh Mr. President, don't look at that album cover because I'm pretty sure they're flipping you off. <laughs> 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 and that's a pretty and that song is not in that spacey vein. It's more a you know more traditional sort of bluesy rock teen, tune. But um, right. check that out too. And they also they have uh, an EP called Neighbors, where they partnered up with a guy named Gabriel, Israel Nash, who I haven't dug into. He's a solo artist I haven't dug into, but uh, that's an interesting listen as well. It's only three songs, and I've barely t- scratched the surface on that. That came out last year, and I just found out about it. So, Oh, cool. I'll have to check it out. All right, cool. And cool. we might talk a little bit more about them later.
1: Yes, we will. Um, so before we get tuned. to that, though, <laughs> next up we're going to talk do kind of a new segment here. Uh, The concept is We have a form up up on albnerds.com That you can fill out Just tell us your name and your email address And a few records that you love They can be similar records Or all over the place um, In the musical spectrum Whatever you think And based upon what you like We'll try and uh, spit back to you Some albums that we think you might also like the advantage here being getting some conversation going and getting some feedback from you guys to see see what you're listening to. Um, so we got our first one in here. I'm going to uh, kind of break down these three records that the listener likes and then uh, make some recommendations based on that. So let's give it a shot and see, see how this works. So, all right, we had our listener Julie. She uh, sent in three records. Um, two are from like the mid '90s, and one is a classic rock record. Um, so our first record is uh, "Dummy" from Portishead, which is kind of like their seminal work in that uh the trip hop genre that kind of came to popularity in that in that time. I believe that was like '94 that record came out awesome record um definitely recommend it if you haven't you know familiar and i think also from that same year maybe the year before um tori emos put out uh from the girl hotel which kind of you know is another record in line with a really nice run of records she put out in the early to mid-90s there and then kind of the uh the outlier here is uh this classic record from led zeppelin uh four which i imagine everybody is least familiar with some of the tracks on there it's got a lot of popular songs like black dog and stairway to heaven stairway, what? stairway to heaven Have you heard of that song
0: <laughs> no doesn't sound no? familiar doesn't
1: ring a bell <laughs> just check it out man it's, no. it's pretty good <laughs> So we got uh we got some trip hop, we got some kind of pop from uh the, the mid 90s and we got some classic rock.
0: So well, yeah, this threw me off a little bit cuz of the 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 sheer ladiness of Tori yes. Amos in particular. And you know, it's like okay, you know, I I know, you know, let's let's think about uh what was that? festival called lily something or other will fair <laughs> yeah you know i'm thinking along those lines and then you know not and the porter's said doesn't quite fit in there but was probably a part of the you know at least fits in in terms of years right uh but led zeppelin definitely threw me for a loop so what were you thinking here um well are you sipping tea
1: I'm sipping some tea,
0: sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sound, sound, heard
0: a little gulping. It sounded like when my dog's licking himself.
1: <laughs> no, wasn't quite the same, but similar.
0: Um, so
1: I had a couple that I thought kind of straight the line but with the uh, the female vibe as well as the the more straight-ahead rock sound. Um, a record I don't know if we've talked about, but I really loved from last year... Um, it's just titled Case Lang Veers. Um, from a few it's a collaboration with Nico Case, Katie Lang, and I always forget her first name. <laughs> Another artist. Um, it's got like a really nice I guess you would call it pop rock sound to it. Obviously, oh, all three Case, women
0: kinda of Case Lang what? Veers. Veers? V yeah, E
1: I R S. Yeah. It's a really good Really good record. Um I think kind of underrated and not talked about enough. So I think I would definitely recommend that. It has aspects of Tori Amos in there in terms of the songwriting is um a little bit dense at times. Um going more down the trip hop trip hop side, like Porta said, there's a really good record from an artist called Banks, who's also a lady, and the name of the record is The Altar. I think it has a lot of similarities to that Porto's Head record in terms of the sound that she's going for. And also, um, I think it was last year, or the year before, Björk put out a really good record, Von Akira. Probably one of her better records of, of recent um, recent years, which, you know, she always kind of straddles that space in that the chip hop genre a little bit more heavy on the vocals which uh, remind me of Tori Amos so I think uh, any of those would be really good really good um, recommendations for someone who appreciates uh, Portishead and Tori Amos Um, did you have any thoughts from like the Led Zeppelin uh, perspective man?
0: yeah so one would be the Rival Sons who we talk about all the time uh, there i believe is a 2012 album uh head down it's zeppelin but it also has some nice uh thoughtful acoustic songs and also some mm-hmm. kind of cool thematic part you know part 1 part 2 songs um regarding you know some of it was about like native americans and uh, kind of Civil War era stuff And they're just An interesting Thoughtful Band So you get the Zeppelin Kind of Vibe But you all And blues But you also get um, Some thoughtful Interesting Funny And kind of Heartfelt songs too So Yeah uh, That'd be worth checking out Then going back More classically I would recommend Checking out Some of uh, Heart a Seattle Washington band uh, Formed in 1973 With the Wilson sisters Um, They've been around forever They've had tons of hits 70s and 80s And they got more poppy in the 80s And they're still around And still doing stuff I believe one of them Ann Wilson is married to Cameron Crowe I think Uh, So they're very interesting They're very good Um, They're well known But I would recommend the early albums um, Specifically Dreamboat Annie Which was 1975 I believe it was The debut Um, It's got Some probably Familiar songs But these are Really good albums When you listen to them All the way through Magic Man Crazy on You I know those are Very familiar But they're very They're uh, They're ladies But it's It definitely um, Mm Zeppelin-y And hard driving But also great vocals Just beautiful singer uh, I think Ann Wilson Is her name no, Aunt Nancy. Nancy's a singer, I think. <laughs> um, uh, Little Queen was the next one in line. That one's got Barracuda. Uh, and then one personally, and that's good from start to finish, too. It's it's a fun listen. And on the cover, they look like they're at some sort of Renaissance fair, so that kind of fits in with the narrative, the whole Led Zeppelin kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And then from 1978... Dog and Butterfly, one of my wife's favorites growing up. Um, and I bought the vinyl of it for her. And it's a really um, fun album to listen to. Very pretty. The The title track in particular is a very nice song. So that fits in with the, it's got the earlier stuff, has some zeppelin vibes. You got your ladies. You got your strong vocals. You got uh, your interesting lyrics. So I say those would be winners
1: cool yeah Uh, I'll be curious to hear back on if uh, how they like those records and hopefully that's uh, she doesn't have to listen to
0: all of those just some early yes she does
1: (laughs) sweet so yeah so listen to the recommendation segment let us know uh, what records you're into just go to Com or hit us up on uh, on twitter Send us three records and we'll uh we'll add you to the next show.
0: All right. So let's we, we're running short on time, so let's move along with uh giving proppers. We're gonna give our yeah. props to a couple of things that are either loosely affiliated with music or a little outside of music, movies, TV shows, products, whatever, and uh we talk about them briefly. You wanna do yours, Andy? Tell me what you're Yeah, sure. Propping.
1: Yeah, so this is a service I've been trying out called Grammarly, and what it what they do for you, it's a website as well as a Chrome extension that basically just helps you be a better writer. So I do a lot of writing in my professional life, and you know, a lot of emails and blog posts, et cetera, So. I was trying to get a little bit better, and this is a nice app that gives you not only like spelling and grammar fixes, but it also gives you recommendations on how different words to use um, just to sound a little bit more intelligent. And, you know, if your tense isn't quite right, it'll tell you that, and it works really, really well. I've been using it for about three or four weeks now. I would highly recommend it. Um, They don't collect any of your personal data or sell anything. Um, they do have like a premium product that they you can uh upgrade if you want to that has more in depth analysis of your of your writing. But uh even the free product I think is really good and it's worth uh it's worth checking out. So it's uh, grammarly.com. grammarly dot com. Um yeah, it's really really it's a good product. Definitely worth checking out if you do a lot of writing.
0: Thanks, Andy. If you don't do a lot of writing and you do a lot of sitting on your ass watching TV and streaming (laughs) programs for 10 episodes at a time, then my prop goes to the Amazon original series Sneaky Pete. Uh, You've probably heard about it. Uh, It started streaming January 13th. All 10 episodes are up if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber. Uh, This one's been getting more ad time than I've seen. Like I was at an airport and there was a giant, Streaming billboard thing for it I've seen commercials during the um, Playoff football games So they must, I think they really think they have Something here um, It's an American crime drama Series created by David Shore And Brian Cranston, you all know who Brian Cranston is from Malcolm in the Middle And Breaking Bad uh, And he was the dentist on Seinfeld uh, So it starts with Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi Uh, It's about a released convict who adopts the identity of his cellmate who had told him stories about his life to avoid his own past life. Some people are after him. Um, Good cast. I won't go into who all's in it. Uh, The pilot debuted in August of 2015. They do this pilot program on Amazon Prime where they put shows one episode up and people can watch them and you vote if you want them to make the show and I definitely logged in and voted for them to make the show so I waited for a year for it to come out and uh, we loved it blasted through the 10 episodes great story twists and turns good acting highly highly recommend it it's got you know the I guess they shopped it to CBS and and some other networks originally but uh, Amazon ended up winning the rights to it so It's funny, it's exciting, and if you like um, any of those kind of crime shows with good characters like Justified and um, even, it just felt like Sons of Anarchy and all those kinds of shows that just have cool characters that you want to see what happens, definitely worth checking out. And additionally, the theme song to Sneaky Pete is performed by the Bright Lights Social Hour. Oh, Um, nice tie-in there, man. Thanks. Uh, it's available for download. The song is available. It's called, um, Harder Out Here. And it's pretty good. Uh, it's not spacey. It's a little more traditional sort of Southern blues rock. Uh, you know, in the, the vein of, um, oh man, Dan Auerbach and, uh, what's the band? I always forget about them. Um... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Think about that. laughs> but it's a, it's that kind of modern blues rock vibe a little bit more, but it fits the show and and uh, that's just kind of the, that's what made me think of it. So that's my prop. Check it out. Go watch Sneaky Pete. It's a fun watch if you have a Saturday to kill, because you won't want to wait. You'll want to watch all ten. All right. Keys. So before we go, huh? Have you seen <laughs> the it? Black. No, I have not seen the show. I said the name of the band
1: is The Black Keys that we're thinking of.
0: The Black you know, Keys. God. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, they were so hot for a little while there and now it's just sort of like hmm. Sure. Uh but it, you know, it's more along that line of sound. Um so let's let's thank our sponsor Makers Tea. Um this episode's been powered by the great tea at makerstea.com. You, uh, just go to makerstea.com. Use the coupon code album nerds for twenty percent off your order. It's delicious. It's nutritious. It's got antioxidants. If you want some with oxidants, I'm sure they could get some for you. And uh makers tea, making tea making great tea easy at makerstea.com. Uh it's loosely they send you a, a whole kit, instructions, temperature, because you got to do this stuff right if you want your tea to taste good. So check them out at makerstea.com. So that's it, hey? It is. We came in a little over 35 minutes. Sorry, folks. Bear with us. Go to albumnerds.com. Tell us it was okay to go five minutes over. Let us know what we should change, what we should (laughs) add, what we should subtract. If I talk too much, if Andy doesn't talk enough, uh, which is probably (laughs) the truth. So (laughs) thank you for listening. Albumnerds.com. Uh, where can they find the podcast, like to download and stuff?
1: It's on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Check us out on Twitter and
0: Symbol at Album Nerds at Album Nerds. All right, everybody. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. See, See ya. ya.